Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Dio, what is popping? The world around us, John. The world, I'm, dude, I'm fired up today. I know, what did you do, what did you do this morning? Absolutely, I couldn't sleep last night. Why? Could, I was like that fired up. I should have been exhausted. Like I woke up at like 4.45, went and today? trained. Well, yeah, today and yesterday. Uh, but I went and trained like crazy. For? Uh, the varsity team like you talk about. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing a race actually. True story. I'm doing a race in St. Petersburg or St. Pete Beach actually. Okay. Next month in April. It's called the St. Anthony's. It's a, a triathlon. They do sprints and they're doing Olympic. I signed up for the Olympic distance. So I guess technically I'm training for that race. I've also signed up for Augusta. So there's a half Ironman in Augusta, Georgia in September, like around the 24th, I think. Um, so I've signed up for that race as well. So I guess technically you can't give me shit. I am training for I something. I got to get you a T-Lop bib. So during these events, you can just promote T-Lop on the front and back. Yeah, I think they're called kits when you're uh, doing, doing tri-training. I used to call them singlet. I'm going to get you uh, yeah, full, I'm gonna get you a full outfit. That's, my, that's the next one. I would love that. Yes. Nike branded, two lap RV. What's the Loan Officer podcast? I'm so glad you asked me. Can you keep up for this pace? Can you keep up this pace? That'll be good. That would be fantastic. I would love that. No, so here's the deal. Um, you, we all know our buddy Rocky, right? MLO. Shout out Rocky. Yeah, MLO study buddy. Uh, if you know of anyone who is struggling trying to pass the mm. NMLS exam, they're studying, they're taking the 20-hour course. Like that dude has been on fire for going on three years now. Mm -hmm. And it's all done through this Facebook group, MLO Study Buddy. And we're trying to get Rock down here because he lives up in New York, trying to get him back down to Orlando next month. Mm -hmm. And he's supposed to come back on. Uh, he's been a guest about a year ago. So we're going to have him back on, reoccurring guest, right? Uh, kind of like we had Justin on Justin. with Growth Only Coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, I connected with his partner, Amir, on Friday, right? These are all things that fire me up. Um, so we're gonna have Justin probably come back on because his episode was absolute fire. Maybe we'll bring on Amir. Maybe we'll do both. Who knows? It's our show, John. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. I recently connected with Ginger Bell. Shout out to Ginger. Okay. So Ginger Bell's a uh, content creator. She helps mortgage loan originators create video content for their marketing efforts. And she is out of the, ooh, crap. I wasn't say Denver market. I think she was gonna do an event in Denver. Ginger may actually be in the Pacific Northwest. Nonetheless, I'm super excited about that recent connection. Shout out Steve Richmond. Shout out Steve. Uh, he's been a TLOP guest. He'll be a reoccurring guest. But Steve Richmond is one of my favorite presenters in the mortgage space. Steve connected me with Ginger last week. Look forward to collaborating with Ginger. And I'm going to be on her podcast, I uh, think, in May. You know, it's also very fluid, John. I don't know. Whatever you're about to hope you bring the energy for today's episode because I have no idea what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Probably something boring. 99. The mortgage industry has 99 problems, but JC ain't one. Thank because I'm not part of it. I'm an auxiliary. You are. That's that's what makes this show so great, John, is you're not a mortgage professional. I'm not. You on are a. I am not on that spectrum. You are a disinterested. So disinterested. Third party. Yeah. Can we get a T-shirt? Yes. Made. Yes. That literally says disinterested th third party. Yes. Because <laughs> no, presents. Yeah, because I, I had a meeting yesterday and I, I took, you got some new swag. Mm -hmm. By the way, you got to put your swag away because people in the office have been jacking it. Kevin Murphy came, stole one of the camo hats. Why? Wow, he already has one. He, he wanted that one. 
All right, we gave one to Jeff McGinnis. He's now rocking Free a Cambo T Lop. But I, I, I gave um, a couple of my buddies who love the show mm -hmm. shirts. Yeah. One of them has what's popping on the back, yeah. and the other one has our uh, motto, our motto, yeah. right, which is entertain, educate, motivate, and inspire. Yeah. Yeah, but how about instead of what's popping, mm -hmm. instead of the entertain, motivate, mm -hmm. educate, disinterested inspire, third party, disinterested third party. To our presents. Yeah, because like I love rocking. I have from uh, Alex over at Sales Boomerang. I still have a T-shirt oh, yeah. he gave me, the financial friend with benefits. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I love wearing that. Then I wear it to the gym, and then all the college girls look at me like an old creeper. Because you are. Possibly not, John. Possibly not. You go the to those crusty out. gyms with college kids in them. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. This one's for Lucy. Okay. We finally got to it, Lucy. What is it? I got 99 problems, and JC ain't one. 99 basis points. That is what the average independent mortgage banker lost in fourth quarter. And guess what? First quarter is not any better. First quarter already, it doesn't end for a couple more weeks. We won't have the final numbers for probably six weeks. By the way, we're recording this third week of March. Okay. This will probably drop fourth week of March, mm -hmm. depending on JC's schedule. Okay. I need y'all in the mortgage industry to listen up. I need y'all in the real estate industry to listen up. I need anybody who is in a career that supports the mortgage industry to tune in to the next 20 minutes or however long we have until you have to get to your next meeting. All right, I know you're, you're watching the clock, you'll let me know. I'll let you run over. This is not new news. If you've been tuning into TLOP, I hate sounding like the boy that cries wolf, right? I hate being the the sky is falling, mm -hmm. sound the alarms, but man, we can't be living with our heads in the sand. We have to know what's going on. So I announced a few episodes back about Homebridge being acquired by CMG. Mm -hmm. We've been talking for months that we are going to see the greatest amount of forced mergers, forced acquisitions, because by the way, most of these mergers that, that are being presented, these mergers aren't necessarily like, oh man, the world is great. I'm a fintech company that I just sold at a 8X or a 10 multiple. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. This is, you had two choices, go out of business or be acquired. Mm -hmm. And someone came and acquired you nine times out of 10. I'm not saying that's every acquisition. Please do not quote me as saying that's every acquisition. But nine times out of 10, that, that's what it is. You know what we didn't talk about? Mm. Cherry Creek was acquired by Guild. Okay. 99 is the number because 99 basis points is what the average mortgage lender lost last quarter. That's $3,000 per loan. They would have been better off never doing one loan. When you say 99 basis, what if it was like one, like 100? That would be like your whole check, wouldn't it? Is math? Is that well, math? Well, but that's, the, that's the, what the average LO commission is somewhere between 100 and let's say 125 basis points. Gotcha. The mortgage lenders, the companies that the LOs work for, mm -hmm. right? The guilds, the fairways, the movements, the Waterstones, uh, the CMGs, the Ruoffs, the Churchills, the Academies, the Pack Reses. I can go on and on and on. He kept going. <laughs> Okay, those companies, mm -hmm. the top 50 lenders in America, right? The guaranteed rates, like those lenders, on average lost 
100 basis points, actually 99. Let's just round up. They lost three grand, actually, it's a little bit less than three grand, but let's just round it to a whole number mm-hmm. per loan. So basically, every loan that a loan officer brought in the door, the company was losing money? Yes. Yes. I, on can, I can follow that. Yeah. That ain't good, y'all. That ain't good. Period. End of story. Something has to change, right? Like RCOO Rich Tucker, shout out to Rich. One of his favorite mottos, nothing changes if nothing changes. Something has to change. Either the rates that you're selling, you got to do a better job and sell a higher interest rate because you got to help your company make more money or your commission. You're making too much money. You're going to bankrupt your company. And you may be like, hey, that's all well and good. I'm 100% yeah, commission salesperson. Get, I'll go on to the next one. I'll go on to the next one. Cool, until you bankrupt them. Yeah, but then I'll go on to the next one. I'll keep leapfrogging companies. And anybody who has done that can tell you how detrimental it is to their book of business to not have consistency in their brand. Right? Talk to anyone who has been at three companies in five years. I'll tell you one thing about that person. Their production sucks. Period. End of story. If you're tuning in and you're like, that is me, please know I mean no ill will. I'm just spitting facts, the world according to me, based on how I've experienced and based on what MMI tells you, tells me about you. So it's disruptive to change companies every 12 to 18 months. Sometimes you have to do it because things happen that were out of your control. Your company goes out of business. You got to change companies. Your company gets sold and you don't like the new company you're working for. You didn't have a choice in the matter. You maybe now want to go and, and make a choice, but maybe you love it. Maybe you're like, oh my God, my company sold. and I love the new company. I hope that's what, what, what transpires for you. But you just have to know that something's going to give. We are there. This is it. This is where the rubber meets the road. So many mortgage companies, banks, bank owned lenders have been able to survive. Wholesalers even have been able to survive off of their good looks, their charm. And servicing MSAs. MSRs. Damn it. Some, uh, <laughs> someone, someone believing in them and maybe they had a pile of cash sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, y'all. You didn't make money in fourth quarter, uh, uh, in third quarter. I know that, right? Because we have data that talks about the number of lenders who lost money in third quarter. We also have data in terms of like the average mortgage banker lost only five basis points. I think the number was in third quarter of 2022. It grew to 99 basis points in fourth quarter. And we know you're not making money in, in Q1. People are no longer going to let you get, a lo- get, a, get by on your good looks and your charm. They're tired of um, giving you uh, a second chance and you've blown through your cash. So get ready for it. Winter is here and companies will be forced consolidation. Companies will be forced acquisition. Companies will be going out of business. Your rates are going to go up even if the market is going down. And there's a chance long-term, long-term, your comp will be impacted. And I want to talk about this because I help run a mortgage company for a living. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you straight up in all honesty, when it comes to changing a loan officer's comp, I want to be the last person to do it. I want to be dead last. I do not want to go in in lower LO comp. Why? Because you will lose loan officers the minute you do it. That's the easiest, quickest fix though. It is. Oh, 100%. You talk to any mortgage executive, go to any business advisor, 
pay a big fat check to a business consultant? Cut the pay. 100%. And think about this. In 2013, the average mortgage loan originator was making something like $1,500 per loan. Today, that's $3,000 per loan. Yeah, we're going to need to dial that back in a little bit. Listen here, boys and girls, you are not working any harder today in 2023 than you did in 2013 for that loan to generate that lead. You are a product of the environment that you are in, and you just so happened to have benefited that home prices have doubled and some markets tripled since 2013 and we get paid on loan, loan amount. Again, for as someone who helps run a mortgage company, I want to be the last person. Could that, I do not want to be the leader in that, but I want to let y'all know at some point that's going to happen. Is that, yeah, yeah. Is that like, would that be a mandate from like the top down or would that be by company or by company? Like would, would the government step in and like put Hell a cap no, on it? no, the okay. government oh. needs to step out. Okay. Step out. They stepped in when they needed to, mm -hmm. right? We needed some of that regulation that came in through the Dodd-Frank Act. Not all of it, but we needed some of it. Mm -hmm. No, they, they need to not be a part of that. They need to make sure consumers are protected. Sure. They need to make sure that, that I can't take advantage of your 80 year old mom mm -hmm. and sell her some kind of a loan. That's not the best loan for her because I get paid a bigger commission check mm -hmm. than if I had originated the right loan for her. And they've done that. They did, did a good job, but no, it's going to go company to company mm -hmm. and it's, it's going to, you know, someone's going to have to be the leader. And usually it's going to be the company who has a, so much pain that that is their only choice. Like their only choice is to go there. What do you think is going to be? Who do you prognosticate? Oh, I don't. Because that's why we are where we are. Companies are literally driving themselves into the ground. Are they like wait looking at each other like the Spider-Man meme, waiting to see who like goes first so that then they can be like not the industry leader it's in that? legit holding your breath underwater and people are drowning. And people are like passing literally, out. Yeah. They are drowning. <laughs> yeah, because they weren't willing to make that hard decision. And that go back to Rich Tucker. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So I share this in full disclosure that I don't want to do it. I want to be the last person to do it. I don't think we need to do it, right? Like I look at my P&Ls. I look at my business model. I also know the rates that, that we sell versus the, the service that we provide. And I'm comfortable with that business model. We've made some cost-cutting measures over the past nine months. And also some of it is when the market does swing back a little bit more favorably, yes, we will bring in more volume. And typically more volume, not always, because more volume, if it's not done profitably, adds to losses, yeah. right? Those mm -hmm. companies in fourth quarter would have been better off doing less loans than more loans, possibly. Not yeah. necessarily, but possibly. Yeah. Um, but profitable volume definitely helps helps um, you know, move the needle in the right direction, right? So at the end of the day, I think long-term, it might not be till 24 or 25. I think as a mortgage loan originator, you should anticipate your comp coming down by 20 to 25%. So what do you, what, what advice would you give? You better start stashing your nuts now. No, save away. No. no, you know, generate five extra leads, close one extra loan. I mean, at the end of the day, go back to what it, to what people look at the money you can make today. Let's say the money is 300 grand a year or 200 grand a year, 150 grand a year. Mm -hmm. What, how many loans did you have to close in 2013 to make that type of money? Even if a loan officer were to have their, their, their comp cut by 25%, I promise you in 2023, did I say 2023, 2013? Go back to 2013 
and see how many loans did you have to close on average mm -hmm. to make 150, 250, or 400 grand a year. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then cut your current comp by 25% and then factor in how many loans do I have to close in 2023. You still have to close less loans yeah. after you take a 20 to 25% comp, comp cut. So I share that because for anyone who has five, seven, or 25 years left in this industry, you should be aware of this. This is coming at some point. Mm. It might not be coming in 2023. It might take till 2025. This is coming. Just like, here's what is coming. Y'all, we still have to get through another 20 to 30% of this purge that is bound to happen. These losses that these lenders incurred in fourth quarter, that these lenders are going to incur in first quarter, Lenders are going to lose their warehouse lines. They are going to go bankrupt. They're going to be acquired. They're going to be forced into mergers. Mm -hmm. It's just going to happen. Like nothing we can do about it, right? So let's not freak out. Let's put our heads down, our blinders on and make your sales calls. Because at the end of the day, it's you, it's your reputation in the marketplace that realtors and builders are referring, that your past clients are, are calling you back to, right? So if that happens to you, happens to your employer, I just want you to be aware of it, understand that, that if it happens, it was bound to happen. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world necessarily, but you know, this, this episode, like any other episode is just to kind of make you aware. Mm -hmm. So you have the information that you need. So you're not sucker punch. So you're not, you know, uh, blindsided, blindsided. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do. Most of us aren't asked to run the company. Most of us aren't given decisions on, on the pricing, um, uh, strategy. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not asked to be a part of budget meetings. So what are we asked to do? We're asked to go out and make sales calls, network like crazy, develop referral sources, bring in leads and then do a great job pre-approving, giving great service and then obviously getting loans apt, locked, disclosed and closed on time. That's what we're most asked to do. That's what you're going to continue to do. But you have to understand, look, if you are a home buyer, if you are a real estate agent, if you are a builder, if you are a title company, right? All of the, the services and mm -hmm. the, and the sub industry that, that supports the mortgage industry. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all have to understand that there will be transactions impacted. You will have a borrower who is under contract and their lender loses their ability to fund loans three days before closing. Yo, that's going to happen. Like happened in the past, going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Right. Future the, the, the past tends to dictate future hmm. right so what, what what's the the the, the saying like the uh past the history repeats itself or some shit yeah but there's there's a better one it's like um i don't know something but it rhymes put it, it, it in chat itself, gpt i'm sure it'll spit there out what go. it is there we go so yeah I, I, today's episode was was more about that it's right? more of an awareness play it, it's it's an awareness play i like that yeah this is an awareness you should know what's going on you should be in the back of your mind, somewhat mm -hmm. prepared for it. Yeah, that's good. Right? Like, if you're looking to move companies, the first thing I would ask, I would sign an NDA and I'd want to see their financials. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm willing to sign an NDA. Let me see your financials. Or I'd want to go work for a company with maybe they're publicly traded. I can look at their financials. Yeah. Right? And I can see how not profitable were you. Because if the company was not profitable by 10 basis points and the industry was 99 basis points, guess what? Uh-oh. That company is a stronger company. Because they outperformed their peers. They still lost 10 bips, but they didn't lose 99. Mm -hmm. And I think those are things that mortgage professionals should be aware of. The realtors and the, and the, and the home buyers and the borrowers, 
Like you just have to understand that if that happens to you, it's not the end of the world. You will need to get a contract extension. You will need to find a local lender who can turn around that file quickly. Um, but it's, it's going to be a short period of time that's going to hurt and be impactful. And then it allows us to get to the other side, right? After every winter, there is a spring. After every spring, there is a summer. If this is a winter, then we're going to endure it. We don't know if the winter is going to be three months or five months. Somewhere in that time frame would be my guess. We have three months of this or five months of this. We are starting to see nationally the activity pick up. The number of inquiries coming in from potential home borrowers are picking up. Rates are going to continue to slide down. So all in all, the industry is sliding out of its funk. But as the industry, meaning the housing industry, meaning the activity, mm -hmm. as that slides out of the funk that it's been in, please know there is one last um, hoorah no. and a negative hoorah of you know potential closures, forced acquisitions, et cetera. Only the strong will survive. Yep, only the strong will survive. Hey, look, he's John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. This is the Loan Officer Podcast. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, Amazon. All them shits. Literally, anywhere you can find podcasts, please check us out. Please give us five-star reviews. Please share us. And go to our website, theloanofficerpodcast.com, or if you can't type that many characters, tloponline.com. That's tloponline.com. And look for us sometime this year in a city near you. Word. That is all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Bye.